Missed him last week. Something came up for his normal Thursday night slot across from Carl Hill, so he really didn't get a chance to talk to him about that loss to South Carolina. Coincidentally, he was available tonight following the win over North Carolina. Funny how that thing kind of works out. We welcome in, without the thrill, is just Will Merritt. Welcome in, sir. How are you? Well, I'm glad to be with you, and and I just want you to know, doing your recruiting report, you know, um, they they used to say without Will, um, that that was that was that was the 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 fact that I had a zero star rating, and and no thanks to you. Well, but you proved them all wrong because you became a multi year starter for an ACC school. So what does that say about you? Oh well, I, you know I, I'm I'm Gene Merritt's son. They say just if you're not good, just hit them hard. You know, so. Just hit what's ever in front of you. Uh, Before we talk about North Carolina, the win there, and what's happened with Clemson since, haven't had a chance to talk to you about the South Carolina loss. Uh, Oh, yeah. Your thoughts about what went down that day? Well, I mean, I I just, I mean, turnovers, what happened. I mean, I mean, I I was, I was sitting there and it was just a, a heartbreak of a game, but, um, you know, I mean, if, if you want to know the honest truth, I mean, South Carolina outplayed us. You know, I mean, they they were just the better team that day, and um, so you got to give them credit. I mean, I I felt like we were out coached that day, mm-hmm. and um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it was eight years in the running, and so um, they were they were due for a win. And um, they got it. Even if it's by one point, you know, I mean, they they still won the ball game. Are you in the camp of, boy, sure wish he'd have put Klubnik in against South Carolina to see what he could have done? Well, I think that's, a, that's an easy argument to make right now because, I mean, everybody saw what he, he did against North Carolina. But, I mean – it, we, we we would have not have won that many ball games if it had not been for DJ, and so I mean he he was he was a winner at Clemson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean you you can't deny that because I mean his record speaks for itself. So why the unhappy ending for him at Clemson? Well, I mean, how do you like being fired? Oh, you know, been there, I done mean, that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but I mean, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Not, so when we're yeah. fired, when I'm fired, uh, you know, I'm asked to leave the building. I mean, it's not like I can be fired and still hang around, okay? It's like gather your stuff and hit the hit the pavement. When you lose a starting job on a football team or a basketball team, I mean, they don't kick you to the curb. You can still stay there, compete, and try and get your job back, can't you? Well, you try to win it back. I mean, you try to – when your job back, but I mean, you know, the the coaches see things at practice that we don't see, and um, you know, they they saw something in Klubnik that um, you know they liked, and mm-hmm. he throws a beautiful deep ball, and he's very accurate in his short passing, um, and they they can open up the screen package with him, where it was, DJ just threw it way too hard. So, um, 
mean, they, they made the right call, and I know it was a difficult call for mm-hmm. Street and Dabo. And, I mean, it, it's just not – it's not an easy call to, you know, remove somebody um, that has been such a staple of your program for so long. But um, it was the right move, in my opinion. So what do you foresee? We have a poll question on our Twitter at Sports Talk SC. Our poll question is the future for Clemson with Klubnik in the Klubnik era now, I guess is what we call it. 544 votes in the last two days. 39.7% think the best he'll do is win an ACC championship. 37% say he'll win a national championship. 23% say neither of the above. So is he a guy that's going to elevate the program to national championship status? Well, I mean, in, in my opinion, he, he's a, the next Trevor Lawrence. That, that's my opinion. Um, I mean, I, I think he's that good. Really? Uh, yeah, I really do. And, I mean, you and I can have this conversation a year from now, and I might change my opinion. But, <laughs> but I mean, as of right now, I mean, I think he's that good. He, he's got a strong arm. Um, he's very accurate with the short passes. And if you look at the back out of the backfield, and if you look at the the screen package that they were able to do, um, I mean, he's he's got every um, element to to being a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm never going to tell you that I I don't think we're going to win the national championship because I I believe that. When you were a player, did you ever consider transferring? And if you did consider transferring, obviously you did not. Uh, what kept you from transferring? Well, um, there's a there's a lot of answers um, to that question. Um, one, I, I don't think that my quarterbacks would have ever let me transfer. And two, I, I felt so fortunate to to be at Clemson. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, my family went to Clemson, and I, I just I felt like that I was the the richest man on the planet by being able to go there. So um, I, I was just happy that, you know, they even let me on the field and much less put a jersey on. Well, you, you, you're you probably not the right one to ask that question because, yeah, your strong ties to, to, the, to the program through your family and the fact that you were not a heavily recruited player, but you made yourself into a starter, multi-year starter during your time. So that's more credit to you than – their recruiting prowess. So I guess my question should be with some of these guys today. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know what keeps them, if that's what you're asking. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I want to say, mean, like, if you're a walk-on, for example, you know, South Carolina had a kid, Daryl Ware, from Fort Dorchester. Yeah. They took him as a walk-on. He was a good player. He earned a scholarship. And he saw playing time at South Carolina, but now he's leaving you know, to go and find something else somewhere. And I'm not picking on him. I'm just using that as an example. It would seem to me that you would have extremely strong loyalty to a program that gave you a chance when nobody else would and then put you on scholarship, you know, unless they're asking him to leave. No, I don't know the background story there. You know, maybe it's not all on him. I, I don't know the answer to that, but I can tell you this right now. You know, the NIL has changed everything. You know, because, I mean, 
now you can just leave and get paid to play. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I mean, I, I have a completely difference of opinion on what they've done, but at the same time, people like me, and I'm not saying he, I, I don't even know the young man that you're talking about, but I'm, I'm saying people like me, I mean, once you commit to a university, you commit, you know, I mean, you're there. And usually you, you have an affinity with the coach that recruited you. And if you do, then he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that you don't leave. Um, and I, 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 I don't, I don't know who recruited him, but I know this, you know, if somebody sits in my home and recruits me, then, you know, they're, they're a, a, a friend for life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, that, that's just the way it is. One more thing. I'll let you go. You, you sparked a thought in my mind here when you talked about the NIL, and this is something that, well, that that's that's scary. It is scary. Um, it's a rare thought, but I think it's a good thought. So, let's just use SEC, ACC, SEC. They're going to be making SEC teams going to be making upwards of a hundred million dollars a year soon with sure. their new TV contracts. A hundred yeah. million dollars per team soon. So they're getting that money. So now you've got NIL. What is NIL? Name, image, and likeness. And the way that's being presented is that okay, player, you're free to go use your name, image, likeness, and make money off of that. So what has that created? That's now created the collectives, some outside, some inside the schools, yeah. asking you, the fan, to to fund this to the players. Okay? But my point is, my question is this. If the schools now, at the program, if the schools are making $100 million themselves just off of TV money, why can't the schools now just play? And the, and the problem is some, some players who are players who play who don't get a lot of NIL money. They don't have the social following, the social media following, whatever. You know, um, Shouldn't the schools take it upon themselves now and not ask the fans to finance all this? But since they're going to be making this loot hand over fist, why can't the schools now pay every player – a certain amount, you know, $50,000, $100,000, whatever you want to settle on, so that every player benefits instead of just a few? Well, I, 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 first of all, I think that's a great question. And I think where we're headed is every player is going to get paid. I, I think that's where we're headed. Um, and I, I think it's going to be a minimum, um, you know, when you're a freshman or a sophomore. But, I mean, as you excel – I mean, I, I think it's it's going to happen. I mean, I was I was talking to Woody Dantzler yesterday, and he he even brought up the fact that do you know how much money he would have made? Hmm. You know, selling his jerseys. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. Now, um, I, I sold three jerseys: one to my dad, one to my <laughs> mom, and one to my brother. So I mean, what, I didn't what was your number? I don't even remember your number. What was it? It, 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 it was fifty. Okay, but um, you you have to come to my parents' house to be able to see that number. You know, because I mean, nobody bought my number, right? You know, right. that that wasn't a big deal. But everybody bought number one, and everybody wanted to wear a number one. And think about Trevor Lawrence, sixteen. 
I mean, think about the money that he would have made. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that's where we're headed. You know, 50, and fifty is a very yeah. low number for a lineman. I mean, you sure you weren't a linebacker? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was fifty. At least all the, uh, at least all the pictures on the wall say I yeah. was number fifty. Okay. You know? um, did you sign but, the the jersey that you sold to your father? Did you did you sign it? Yeah, I, I autographed everything that I could possibly autograph, That's and good. like. I, I got asked for my autograph like three times in four, four years. So, you know. All right. Well, listen, we got to go up against the break. But thank you for joining us. I wanted to give you a chance to, uh, you know, express your feelings about the loss to the Gamecocks, the win over the Tar Heels and everything else. And we'll get back with you around bowl time if that's okay. You got it, buddy. All right, my man. Take care. Will Merritt, always a great sport.